Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Masechus Chala Perak Beis Mishnah Gimel and Mishnah Dalit. And today's Mishnahs are being learned because Rosh Hashanah is Alman of Zagos and Mercy of Chalitz Chalutzim. They should be given with a Sachat Slachan Siat Deshmai Good Health Parnasa B'Shefa and Cult of Sela and B'Shchos Esther Bas Rachel. She should be zeichet to find receive a Hagon Bekar of Mamish. And Mishnah Gimel tells us Ha'isha Yisheves V'Kaitzah Chalasa Aruma. A woman can sit and she can take off the necessary Chala from her dough even though she's unclothed. Now we know that when a person separates challah, they have to make a bracha. But we know that a person is not allowed to make a bracha when they're unclothed. That's because their lave is not allowed to see their erva. A person is not allowed to make a bracha in front of an erva. And if a person is unclothed, they're making a bracha in front of their own erva. So why is it that a woman is allowed to take off challah, which means make a bracha on the challah if she's unclothed? That's atzma. She's able to cover herself. We're talking about a situation where she's sitting on soft ground, so she's able to maneuver herself in a way that her private area is buried somewhat in the ground. It's covered by the ground, and therefore she can make the bracha. However, the Mishnah tells us, ish. a man can't do that. Since a man's private parts stick out of his body, so even if he tries to maneuver himself into the ground, he's not going to be able to do so enough that his privates are covered, therefore he cannot take off challah if he's unclothed. Now the Mishnah tells us another halacha. A person that cannot make dough in a state of tahara. He's currently tame and he can't find a mikvah to go to in order to matire himself, and that means that he's going to be making this dough, the dough is going to be tame, and then when he takes off challah, the challah is going to be tame as well. So what's he supposed to do? Yasana Kabin, he should make it into Kavin, which means he should make it pieces the size of a Kav, and now his dough isn't Chayv and Chala. The Al Yasana Batoma, he should not make it in a state of Toma. It's better that he makes small batches of dough that are not Chayv and Chala than make a batch of dough which is Chayv and Chala, but that the Chala is going to be Tomei. However, Rebbe Kiva, um, Rebbe Kiva argues and he says, Yasana Batoma, the Al Yasana Kabin, he should make his dough in a state of Toma, which means he should make it large enough so that it's Chayv and Chala, even though the Chala is going to be Tomei and he should not make it in small doughs the size of a kav, and those doughs are going to be less than a shir chala, so they're not going to be chayv and chala. And why is that? The same way that he officially calls a tahar dough chala, which means he's going to separate a piece and call it chala, he'll do the same thing for this tame dough. The chala that comes off of one dough is called chala, and the chala that comes off the other dough is also called chala. But if he makes his dough the size of a kav, it doesn't have that it doesn't have that same portion in the name, which means he doesn't have a chiv to separate challah from a small dough, and it's better to have the name challah applied to something, even though it's tameh, rather than not take off challah at all in the first place. And moving on to Mishnah Dalad, we continue talking about small doughs that are not chayiv in challah. Let's say he made a bunch of small batches of dough, they're each the size of a kav, so they're not chayiv in challah, and then these small batches of dough touched each other. They're still potter from challah, until they bite each other. Meaning just because the doughs are touching each other, that doesn't mean all of a sudden it's like one big dough and it's chayv and chala. The only way this dough is considered like one and it's going to be chayv and chala is that if he pulls away one of the doughs, it takes a bite out of the other one, which means some dough from the other portion gets pulled along with it. So then it's considered like it got mushed together and then it would be chayv and chala. Now Rabbi Ezra, and Rabbi Ezra tells us, Even if he takes small bread out of the oven and he places it into a basket, hasal mitzar from the chala, the basket is going to be mitzarif, is going to join everything together for a sheer challah. So let's say he made small doughs that are less than the size of a kav, and then he baked them. So each individual bread is not chayv and challah because it came from a dough that wasn't chayv and challah. But then he takes all these breads and he puts them together in one basket. So now we have way more than a sheer challah in this basket. According to Yezer, it's considered like they're combined for a sheer challah, and he would have to take off challah from these already finished loaves of bread. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Hay and Vav. For now, Everyone should have a wonderful day.